the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, thanks for listening to Faith Talk this afternoon. I'm Bill Carl. It's Friday. Bill Bunkley, a bit under the weather, so I'm stepping into the chair today. And we've got some great conversations ahead of us. We'll be talking with Brian Golden. He's the pastor of Centerpoint Church in Valrico. They're opening up a new campus on Easter weekend. And we'll also be talking with Mark Martell. He's the high school principal for Sarasota Christian School. And we'll have a great conversation with him about everything that's going on there. If you're looking for something to do this weekend, want to remind you that Look Up Clearwater is going on at Coachman Park. Starts tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Great Christian music festival with bands and acts and singers from all over the place. More than anything, it represents an opportunity for you with your family to join with other Christians and worship God together, to join together and as one, lift up his name, and it doesn't cost you a single thing. Uh, we'd love to see you out there tomorrow. Look for my friend Zuli, who will be out uh, on uh, hand, and we'd love to see you there, too. Coachman Park, beginning tomorrow at 3, it is Look Up Clearwater. Well, some great things happening in the Tampa Bay area with our churches. My friend Bryant Golden is the pastor of Centerpoint in Valrico, and on Easter weekend, they are opening a brand-new campus uh, as well as having an Easter egg hunt, all kinds of goodies. Centerpointfl.org is a website, and you can listen to Bryant tonight at 6.30 during Unfiltered Radio. Brian, I'm a little sad that your wife, uh, Nicole, couldn't be with us today, but I understand that's because of some good news. You've got an addition on the way. Yeah, it's a few months away, but number four is on the way. So we've got uh, a six, four, and two-year-old, and then uh, number four is... We're done. We're closing up shops, so, but we're super excited. Close. Yeah. By the fourth, you're on autopilot anyway. For real. This is like one more. It's zone defense already, so it's fine. That's right. So many things are going on at Centerpoint uh, since you've been there. Kind of for those who don't know, give us a thumbnail history of Centerpoint Church. Okay. Yeah, my dad actually pastored a church for about 30 years, and... Um, about 10 years ago, it was replanted to Centerpoint Church, and in 2010, I became the lead pastor. And we had a very clear mission to connect people with Jesus. And early on, we just kind of came up with this statement of an alternative to church as usual. We like we love the local church. God's using it everywhere just as he promised, but there was a lot of people in our area that just weren't connecting with it. And so God began to birth a vision out of that. And we started to put language around it, like tearing away every unnecessary barrier to people connecting with Jesus. And that could be whether you don't have any context for it. Maybe you're skeptical or maybe you followed Jesus for 40 years, but there's some barriers that have gotten in the way over time. And so that's kind of what God has um, placed in our heart as a passion in our city and beyond. And so that's like the short story of what's happened over the last nine or 10 years. And it's been awesome more than anything else, just seeing the life change. One of the things that has struck me is where you are. If you said to me, well, Bill, what's the demographic there? I'd say, well, that's a relatively churched area. I mean, uh, there's a number of churches on each and every block. And so uh, the idea that there are a number of unchurched people in those communities expand on that. Yeah. And this is statement isn't original with me, but our area didn't need another church, but it did need a different kind of church. And you're right. It's um, there's a lot of churches everywhere, 
but the thing that like gives me so much angst is the the amount of growth that's happening every year in our community is disproportionate to the number of churches that's reaching them. Like literally we fall behind every year. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of people that like they genuinely have a connection with Jesus and they walked away from the church specifically in the twenties and thirties age range. And so that just bothered us in in our area. And so, um, just a small part of this movement that God's doing everywhere. God began to, to use us to, reach some of those people that have walked away. And so really has nothing to do with how many churches. It's the number of people, tens of thousands, um, who either disconnected for, from Jesus or the church a long time ago. In, in a little bit, we're going to talk about Easter at Centerpoint and some great things that are happening there as a new campus uh, prepares yeah. to open uh, on Easter Sunday or Easter weekend, rather. You can learn more about that at centerpointfl.org. That's Centerpoint. Uh, fl.org and then on social media you can throw an at on there and uh, find them pretty much on everything facebook instagram twitter uh, and catch up there before we get into that though just kind of continuing this line of conversation when you talk about people who are hurt Mm -hmm. when you talk about people who have struggled and they've left the church for whatever reason what's the most maybe two or three common things that drove them away Yeah, that's a great question. In some cases, um, it it wasn't even intentional, but a lot of times we um, kind of program and create environments for people who um, kind of understand everything or you grew up in this. And that's just not the case with everybody. In fact, we're increasingly post-Christian culture. And so the church has to be um, aware of that and be mindful of that as people are walking in the door. Um, So I think that's one thing. I think the other thing is just, at every level, it doesn't matter your socioeconomic background. It doesn't matter, you know, how you grew up. Everybody has something that they're struggling with at some point along the way. Um, whether it's a habit they couldn't let go of, whether it's a, a financial downturn, whether it's a relationship breakup, whether it's mental illness. And the church is the source of healing and hope, I think, if it's centered around Jesus. And so I think it is just being mindful that everybody at some level walking in the door is carrying something. And I think we say a lot, it's got to be the safest place in the world for anybody struggling with anything. And if I had to say one thing that um, I think communicates above all, it is the church being very clear about the the fact that, hey, we're not going to water anything down. We want to lead people to find hope and freedom in Jesus, but it is okay to come in and ask questions and argue with your mind and bring your struggles in the door because if you can't find hope and healing here, where can you find hope and healing? And so I think that's one of the biggest reasons that people have walked away. They're not asking you to affirm everything about them, or they, but they just want to know, do you care? And is it okay for me to just be honest about where I'm not? Wow, that's strong. I'm Bill Carl. With, with, we're with Bryant Golden. He's the pastor of Centerpoint Church in Brandon. Uh, you can find them online at centerpointfl.org. And actually, they serve that whole area that's kind of Valrico, Brandon, Riverview, uh, Lithia, into Fishhawk, and all those communities. There's a place for you there. And mm-hmm. as you listen, maybe you just stumbled on this uh, broadcast and you're saying, yeah, I'm kind of far from God, but I'd like to reconnect. This is a place you can do that. Again, centerpointfl.org is the address. And 6.30 in the evenings on Faith Talk, you can listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden. Uh, By the way, if it seems like we're just kind of rolling through this like it's live and we're not stopping to fix stuff, 
it's because we're recording live today. We're on social media with uh, Centerpoint. And uh, so hello to everybody who's uh, watching us today. And thanks for joining us. And, uh, you know, you've caught my fat side, which is pretty much <laughs> every side. But I thank you for that in the warning so I could put on makeup uh, or not. Uh, <laughs> let's let's uh, jump into what's going on with Centerpoint. You know, because you've opened up for those people who have been hurt by the church and, and you've opened up to people who say, Actually, I haven't been hurt for the, from the church because I've never been to a church mm. in my entire life. The response has been amazing in that community. And Centerpoint continues to the, to grow to a point where the seams are bursting. And so now a new campus. Talk yeah, about that. I was so excited. On uh, Easter weekend, we're launching what we're calling our North Campus, um, which is real close to our what's now going to be called our South Campus. But uh, we've just run out of room at optimal times, meaning, you know, the Sunday morning when most people want to attend church. And so... Uh, God's done some amazing things over this last year, even leading us together with another church and uh, being a help to them. And now um, this other campus where we get to create really double uh, the amount of space. And uh, we're just excited about that because it continues to grow and we want to continue to make room. We talk about a lot making room for the one and Mm -hmm. it's easy to get lost in the numbers and hundreds of people or whatever. But it really for us, the heartbeat is still one, you know, whether it's somebody's adult kid that walked away. Um, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a, a friend that lives in your neighborhood. Again, or maybe it's somebody, this isn't just people who've walked away that, you know, they know Jesus. They, you know, they have a relationship with Jesus, but somewhere along the way, um, it's just something stalled and they need to grow in that relationship. And so we want to reignite that with people as well. And so, uh, yeah, it's launching on Easter weekend. We could not be more excited to create more room for people. We've got uh, seven services over those two campuses in two days that weekend. So, yeah. So Saturday uh, at both campuses, you have a service at 5 p.m. with the egg hunt. To yeah, follow. Easter egg hunt, which is a huge deal. I mean, come on. What's your? Do you actually? Now, I eat, actually, I will eat an Easter egg. I will eat a hard boiled egg. Yes. How about you? Do they sit in there until like May and you throw them away? No, no, no. I actually love them, and I love the what are they called? Deviled egg? Is that the right? Mm-hmm. Term? Like I love those things. Oh, me too. And nobody makes them other than Easter, but I'm all about <laughs> I'm all about those things. And so. anything chocolate? Do you like the hollow bunny or the solid bunny? Um, give me the solid bunny. Solid bunny. Yeah. We're both agreed on the peeps question. No, you keep the peeps. Yeah. I don't and want listen, anything to, I don't even want to touch them. When you come to church though, a lot of people like peeps. So there will be peeps <laughs> for you. Uh, and Bryant will not take any of them away from you. And finally, uh, black licorice jelly beans. No, no, sir. Okay. Don't want anything to, don't even like the smell. <laughs> Just being honest. You're listening. But now listen, the peeps though, we're, uh, a lot of people like them. So we, we do this huge giveaway out in front of our campuses where we just give out hundreds of peeps to people and, uh, invite them to Easter. So for some people, that's their thing. So more power to you. Yep. There you go. Hey, thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. I'm Bill Carl with Pastor Bryant Golden from Centerpoint Church online at centerpointfl.org. You can listen to uh, Unfiltered Radio with Pastor Bryant, uh, and that is in the evenings at 630 here on Faith Talk. Uh, when we talk about Easter, I mean, that's that's really a story that separates whether you believe Jesus was a prophet or just a good guy or truly the son of God. Yeah. Uh, this is also one of those holidays when we talk about unchurched people or people who've walked away from the church that sometimes they want to come home. They they mm-hmm. Maybe they have a hurt or a pain or they're not very... Uh, faithful in their walk, but something about Easter calls them 
Talk about Easter at Center Point yeah. and just that connection. And I'll tell you what, I don't begrudge that at all. Like, you know, I, I think you can kind of make light of we're there at Christmas Eve and then we're back at Easter. I, I think that's that's an amazing thing because for a lot of people, uh, something something's going to happen on that weekend, whether they're planning on it or not, where a reconnection happens. And um, for us, maybe the church is redefined for them in a way or they just hear experience something that was just different. And so it's such an unbelievable opportunity. And I love it because it gives us an opportunity, and we should be able to do this anytime, but it's such a great opportunity to really talk about the epicenter of why we believe what we believe. And I think in so many cases, specifically with the younger generation, we've kind of given them a straw man argument that um, has come tumbling to the ground. And this is like the weekend to go, hey, if you're skeptical, I get it. Here's why we believe what we believe. It's a ba- it's based on an event in history that leads us to faith in a person. But all throughout the scripture, it talks about so that you can know and really believing that God did something in history rising from the grave. And uh, so it's just, it to me, I love it. It just gets my heart beating faster to know there's so many who are going to be coming in that are not sure. And we get to go, hey, I don't know what you've been told, but this is what um, this is all about. This is why we believe. So I'm mm. um, looking forward to this weekend. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing that North Campus open. People there will be able to enjoy the service via simulcast. Uh, and so there will be plenty of room for everybody. It's a great weekend. If you have somebody who is far from God or they've never really, faith has never been a part of their DNA, this is probably a really great chance to introduce them. Yeah, this is a, a great weekend. And here's what I always say. Like, I, I think you'll connect with something. Um, and even if you walk away and don't believe what we believe, uh, our hope is that there'd be something that just cause you to lean in to go, hey, I want to come back. I maybe want to investigate more. And so uh, it's going to be a great weekend. If you got kids to bring them, um, there'll be live teaching actually at both campuses um, all right. and uh, all the same environments for kids. And so it's going to be, I, I really am confident, a great experience no matter where you're coming from. And, and I'll just say this last thing on that is we say almost every week, if you walk away um, and don't sign um, on to what we believe about Jesus. Our hope is you walk away and you feel so loved, so accepted, that it is the most welcoming and accessible place to anybody um, imaginable. And so I'm, I think you'll experience that. Well, we are so excited for you and the Centerpoint family, Bryant. Uh, more conversation with Bryant Golden. He's the pastor of Centerpoint Church in Valrico as they get ready to open their new campus on Easter weekend. More in just a moment. Critics are raving about the best of enemies. Taraji P. Henson and Sam Rockwell give magnificent performances. You don't get my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. The Christian Post calls it a perfect portrayal of how love can break through all barriers. Same God made you, made me. That serves as a masterful representation of healing and hope. Don't you forget it. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters tomorrow. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint 
comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Saturday afternoons at 4. It's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. There are many in the church and the body of Christ today that have have no patience for rebuke from its leader. But there was an expectation that the church member would come under the leadership and authority of those that were given that responsibility in the church. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs, Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show this Friday afternoon. I'm Bill Carl. Uh, Bill's taking a break, the other Bill. (laughs) I know it gets confusing, right? Bunkley not feeling too well, so I'm stepping in. We're having a conversation with Brian Golden, the pastor of Centerpoint Church, and you can hear him weeknights at 6.30 and now mornings at 9.30 with Unfiltered Radio. The name of the uh, church's website is centerpointfl.org. Brian, I know you're having services uh, Easter weekend at both your north, uh, your new campus, and your uh, south campus, I guess really just a stone's throw from each other. Uh, by the way, you can get uh, directions at easternbrandon.org as you listen today. Brian, Easter is such a time of resurrection and renewal. And I know folks are being renewed and brought back to life spiritually in so many ways at Centerpoint. When you think of those Centerpoint stories of transformation, uh, which faces pop up in front of your eyes? Uh, I'll tell you two real quick. One I just told yesterday, I, I just got an email from uh, a woman, and her story is so personal, and I, I see this so much where her adult child is just struggling with questions of faith. And so he's kind of walked away and um, she was looking for a church where, again, she wasn't looking for something that's, that's not straight about what they believe. Like she, she's a longtime follower of Jesus, but she's like, I I need a place that's going to reach my son where he could come in and again, question and feel like it was okay to do that. And so she told her husband that, and her husband was like, well, good luck finding that. (laughs) And uh, she went on in this email to talk about the fact that uh, she came and the, the first weekend, there was just something that happened where she felt, and I'll, I think I'll get this pretty close to verbatim that as she was sitting there, she felt like we were just telling her, Hey, welcome we've been waiting for you. And, um, this is a place that is, um, willing to just journey with you wherever you're at. And then she used these lines and I loved it. Welcome home. Mm. And she said that that Sunday we were talking about this, this big thing we've been talking about this year, which is we're for the one, that one person, that one story. And, and in the email at the end, she said, I'm that one. And, um, I was really feeling lost, really feeling broken. And now I don't because of, uh, what this church has meant to me and how it's reconnected me with Jesus and giving me, giving me hope that my son could experience the same thing. And that gets me every single time. And that's what we mean by tearing around uh, away barriers for every type of person. Um, well, again, whether you believe or don't believe, then there was one more, uh, again, this is another guy that it's not that he had abandoned faith. He believed in Jesus, but he said, I just, 
kind of lived this life for a while where it got to the end of a season where we realized that there was just a void in my life, our kids' life, my wife's life that Disney wasn't filling, work wasn't filling, um, family vacations wasn't filling, again, almost word for word. And um, he began to come to center point and just talked about how God has just changed his life and began mm-hmm. to rearrange his family in the best possible way as they've kind of re-encountered Jesus. And that's it. That's the one that we talk about. Like, that's what just drives me and gives me so much passion is when I'm constantly hearing those stories every single week that remind me that's why we're doing what we're doing. That's why we're launching campuses. Well, we're so excited for what God is doing at Centerpoint. We can hear that on the air uh, in the evenings at 630 during Unfiltered Radio. You know, of course, with Pastor Bryant Golden uh, from Centerpoint Church. And the website is centerpointfl.org. That's centerpointfl.org. And uh, I just want you to check that out, particularly if you're in that place where maybe you're far from God right now, or maybe, you know, you used to be really strongly in church and something happened and then it just kind of faded away and you're looking to reconnect, but not in the same way. That's strong. Hey, Brian, as people listen to this conversation today, there may be someone who's saying, Okay, but what do they believe? I mean, they're kind of welcoming. They want people to come in. They want to tear down barriers. Uh, but theologically speaking, I mean, what do you believe about Jesus? Yeah. I, mean, I think that's an important question. That's a great question. Um, everything as I've said this already. Everything we do is about Jesus and the message of Jesus. So we believe that Jesus was God, that he um, showed up on planet Earth um, with one mission in mind, and that was to go to the cross to pay for the sins of the world, past, present, and future. Um, and when he said it is finished on the cross, it was it was finished. No double jeopardy. It was handled. And then he walked out of a grave alive three days later. And I love in the New Testament, and then this is what guides us, when the angels showed up to the shepherds in the Christmas story that we all know well mm-hmm. and said, I'm, I'm bringing you um, good news of great joy, meaning that this thing at its core is good news. Like the gospel is good news. The message of Jesus is good news. And so we believe that there is um, real dysfunction and real sin and real hurt. And we don't have to look very far to see that around us. But um, we also believe that Jesus is the answer to that hurt and that dysfunction and that you can have a relationship with him through faith. And it's only by faith and what he's done on the cross and through his resurrection. And when you cross the line of faith to go, I'm not trusting in me and I'm trusting in what Jesus has done for me. Um, there's no promise of pain-free, problem-free, but everything that Jesus promised was validated with his resurrection, that I'm going to give you life, life to the full. I'm going to give you worth that I'm going to bestow on you. I'm going to give you forgiveness. And one day um, you're going to experience what it's like to be home and to be free and to experience um, perfect relationship with me. And so that's what we're trying to lead people to every single week. We know you're broken but there's hope and freedom in Jesus. And if you don't walk away with good news, we've jacked something up because it's 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 this message of good news that leads to great joy when you really encounter Jesus. That is so powerful. And it is all encapsulated in the story of Easter. You mentioned the the angels at Christmas. And I'm like, yeah, Christmas. That's kind of the beginning of the Easter story. Yeah. So, uh, listen, this coming Easter weekend, uh, make it a point, particularly if you've been far from God and maybe this radio station is your only connection uh, or you have somebody in your life who's far from God, or who's never even considered him. Mm-hmm. Uh, consider Centerpoint Church in Brandon, the Valrico area for Easter weekend. Saturday services at 5 p.m. with Egg Hunt to follow and then Sunday three services, 
9 a.m., 10.45 a.m., 12.30 p.m., and come on out and let this be an Easter where maybe you come home for the first time in a long time. You can connect at easterinbrandon.com. That's easterinbrandon.com. It has all the information there. And, Bryant, we've just got a a few moments left. I want to say this before we finish. One of the things that has blessed me and connected me when I watch you guys online or listen to your messages is the messiness that sometimes is our lives, even if we've been raised as Christians, Mm -hmm. the hurts that we encounter, you guys aren't shy about that and about bringing that from the pulpit and saying, yeah, we know we've Mm -hmm. we've been there. Yeah, and honestly, I think, um, like, for my wife and I, like, we we've walked through messiness and so it's really easy to go like we understand and again we've we've seen jesus move in incredible ways but whether it's my wife struggling with mental illness or uh the loss of somebody close to us or uh her brother um committing suicide several months ago i mean we've we've walked through all of it uh seemingly and so i think it's out of that brokenness that god a lot of times um creates his greatest platform in your life to be able to share hope with others and we don't think we're better, but we have experienced Jesus meet us in some really difficult places. And, and we've experienced him being enough. And now we want to share that with other people. And so I think some of our ministry has just been born out of that, born out of necessity. Because we've walked through it and we can't do anything but just be honest about where we've been and where we know other people are. And um, I think that's life-giving to a lot of people to be able to hear that and go, yeah, that's that's what I'm actually going through, and then hear somebody communicate it at street level. Amen. Well, that is so good, and uh, Bryant, we're so thankful uh, for you and Nicole and the family at Center Point, and we just wish you and wish you. We pray for your very best uh, as the new campus opens Easter weekend, and uh, that lots of people come to Christ, and that uh, you and I don't have to eat any peeps. We stick just with the chocolate bunnies, right? Hey, God bless you, man. And thank you for listening this afternoon. We'll be talking with Mark Martell. He is the high school principal at Sarasota Christian School. They've got some amazing things happening, and they're one of our half-price tuition schools. You can learn more at ChristianTuitions.com. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump is in California to meet with local law enforcement officials at a border patrol station and to tour a section of recently rebuilt border wall. The visit comes after the president threatened to seal the southern border. He now says he won't act for a year, but issued a fresh threat to place tariffs on autos manufactured in Mexico. Former Vice President Joe Biden gave a speech to an electrical workers union conference today. His first time speaking publicly since women started telling their stories about his behavior with them. He tried to use humor to diffuse the controversy, but he's acknowledging that he'd have to change the way he campaigns if he runs for president. Former U.S. Representative Anthony Weiner will register as a sex offender. He's nearing the end of a prison term for having illicit online contact with a 15-year-old girl. This is SRN News. Come on, kids. We're late. Honey, the car won't start. Mom, the dog just sat on my science project. Life can be stressful, but getting life insurance shouldn't be. That's why there's Ethos. Ethos is a modern kind of life insurance that's super fast, incredibly affordable, and very uncomplicated. At GetEthos.com, there are no medical exams for policies covering under a million dollars, no hours of paperwork, or meetings with pushy representatives. It only takes 10 minutes to apply 
And you can rest assured knowing you've taken steps to protect your family. And in most cases, with Ethos, you can have that peace of mind for less than a cup of coffee a day with no hidden fees. Having life insurance can free you from stress. Getting life insurance shouldn't cause it. Discover how uncomplicated life insurance can be at Ethos. Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. The Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Council and Pray Tampa Bay invite you to the annual Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch, Thursday, May 2nd, at Armature Works in Tampa. This year's keynote speaker, Phil Cook, an internationally known author, speaker, and media producer, has a passion to see the church thrive in today's ever-changing world. Join us at the Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch, May 2nd, at Armature Works. Reserve your seats today at tampaprayerbrunch.com. If you have a damaged windshield, keep your family safe with a premium quality replacement and a lifetime warranty from Autoglass America. If you have comprehensive insurance, we'll buy back your old windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot. Come to you with free mobile service and install a new premium quality windshield all at no cost to you. Be safe. Call today for fast claims processing. Remember, we turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Thanks so much for listening to Faith Talk. I'm Bill Carl, and you hear us talk frequently about half-price tuition opportunities at ChristianTuitions.com. We talk a lot about the different Christian schools in the Tampa Bay and Sarasota areas that your child can go to for half off your first year's tuition. I have to tell you, and I've traveled... I mean, all the way up to Newport, Ritchie, and down uh, past Sarasota, uh, out toward Lakeland. So I've been to just about every Christian school that there is, and there is none finer than Sarasota Christian School. We're going to get into the hows and the whys of that and why so many kids are blessed in so many ways through Sarasota Christian. But first, let me introduce Mark Martell. He is not the former singer of Down Here, uh, but he is actually the high school principal here at Sarasota Christian School. Uh, Mark, thanks for spending some time with us. How long have you been here now? I have been working here at Sarasota Christian School for, I'm going into my eighth year now. This is my first year as the high school principal here. 
And what was it initially that attracted you to come to Sarasota Christian? Um, I had been teaching for a few years before coming to Sarasota Christian School. And for me, the the biggest draw was the opportunity to work in a, an educational environment where I could share my faith with students. And that's, of course, I think why so many parents choose to send their children to a Christian school so that the values that they have at home come through in the classroom as well. Sarasota Christian, of course, does that, but there's so much more to it. Uh, We were just kind of talking before we got into the interview, and I didn't realize, you know, listen, every Christian school that I ever visit will tell me about how great the faculty is. And by and large, they are all great. But I don't think I've been to many where the teachers have uh, the qualifications that you see time and again here at Sarasota Christian. You have teachers here with master's degrees and PhDs and Uh, It's not like somebody comes in and goes, well, you know, I I can teach and they hand them a curriculum. Talk about the educators here at Sarasota Christian. Oh, absolutely. Hands down. In all of our surveys we do with parents and students, the quality of our teachers is one of the the number one things that rises to the top every time. Everybody um, loves our teachers and brags about them. And I I agree. You're right. Um, One of the things that we're very particular about here when we're hiring faculty is we do look for people who come to us with a minimum of a bachelor's degree. Um, We really struggle or strive to make sure that all of our teachers have an education within the field that they're going to be teaching. It doesn't happen every time, but by and large, um, we we certainly look for that. About 50% of our faculty is currently certified with the state of Florida, um, so we definitely go looking for that as well. But a lot of people, as you said, with master's degrees, with PhDs, um, uh, doctorates in law, uh, and, and educational degrees such as that, yeah. So when your child walks into the classroom at Sarasota Christian, of course, primarily you want a Christian education, but that's all for naught if your child doesn't get an education that will help them in the real world down the road uh, with their job or with whatever it is they choose to pursue. And I think Sarasota Christian strikes such a great balance with that. I'm Bill Carl here on Faith Talk with uh, Mark Martell. He's the principal of the high school here at uh, Sarasota Christian. You can learn more about Sarasota Christian and connect with them through our webpage, christiantuitions.com. That's christiantuitions.com. Let's talk a little bit about the spiritual element, though. And again, I've been here a number of times over the years. One of the things that always strikes me, Mark, is that the kids are they're into it. Mm-hmm. What you're sharing with them in terms of faith and a walk with Christ, they really take that into themselves, don't they? Oh, absolutely. You know, and I think you see that right from the word go when you take a look at our mission statement here at Sarasota Christian. You know, our mission here is to equip students with a love for Christ, a passion to learn, a courage to lead, and a commitment to serve. And it's by no accident the very first thing we strive to equip students with is a love for Christ. And that's really the way we look at it. We're not just teaching them about Christ. We say we are equipping them a tool that they are intended to use throughout the rest of their life, right? Equipping them with a love for Christ. And that's really how we look at what we're here to do. Talk about that in in the context of you've been here for eight years now, and I'm sure that you've seen children come in, of course, Sarasota Christian, pre-K through 12th grade, but I'm sure you've seen kids come in and develop and grow and maybe change in ways that nobody ever thought possible. When I ask you about a Sarasota Christian success story, uh, who's the first child that comes to your mind? 
Um, you know, there's so many students I could talk about, uh, you know, as a Christian school, one of the qualifiers um, that we don't have is that everybody who applies here is a Christian. So we do have some some families that come to us who are who are interested in the Christian faith, but perhaps haven't necessarily found a church. Um, so, uh, I just got to experience for the first time this year, going to our, um, annual high school retreat. Uh, it happens within the first month of the school year. It's, um, it's a field trip an overnight field trip that has a spiritual emphasis. It's kind of like doing a youth group field mm-hmm. trip over the summer. And we had a handful of students who at that retreat gave their life to Christ for the first time um, to be able in the first month of the school year to watch and participate in something like that, to see students um, who through the power of, of fellowship with their peers, um, through the power of strong spiritual messages that they receive at that retreat, to have their life changed in such a way, you know, it, like saying that first month of mm. school is just an awesome thing to witness. And what a tone that sets for the rest of the year. And I would imagine for the kids in the lower school, middle school and elementary grades, primary grades, uh, those high schoolers coming back on fire for Christ has to set such a tone uh, for the rest of the year. Absolutely. And, you know, we purposefully strategically place it right there in that first month of school for exactly that reason. And and that's what we find happens year after year. The kids come back energized, excited about their faith. Um, it was when we came back from a high school retreat that we had a group of students come to us a few years back and say, we want to start a worship band. Right. We have high school chapels here that meet once a week. And the students were like, we want to start our own worship band. How cool. Yeah. So the, the fabulous things that grow out of, of that kind of a faith experience. And with that type of thing, you could probably see that grow into every year there's a worship band. And every year there's uh, kids who are stepping up to lead in ministry and setting that tone for when they get out of school. That leadership continues mm-hmm. no matter what path in life that they pursue. Absolutely. You know, um, another example that comes to my mind and why it's so great to be able to do Christian education. We've had um, for a couple few years here now a a very small group of students who come to school early in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning, 45 minutes before school even starts to meet in the library just for the purposes of doing a Bible study or a devotion. Um, The power that speaks to a high school kid who gets up early enough to come to school 45 minutes before they're supposed to be there just for the purpose of talking with their with their friends um, about what they're experiencing, how they're growing spiritually. It's just wonderful to be able to see those kinds of things. We're with Mark Martell. He's the high school principal at Sarasota Christian School. Sarasota Christian actually provides education grades pre-K, pre-K, <clears throat> pre-K mm-hmm. uh, through 12th grade. And you can learn more when you go to our website, ChristianTuitions.com. Sarasota Christian is one of our half-price tuition schools. And what's the website here for Sarasota Christian? Uh, it's SarasotaChristian.org. SarasotaChristian.org. Yes. Uh, you can have a look at that. And we have more coming up with Mark Martell in just a moment. Sarasota Christian on a spiritual level has meant so much to me. Carissa is a junior at Sarasota Christian School. I have so many opportunities to talk about Christ. It's just so cool to be able to 
express the gifts that God has given me. And Carissa will have more opportunities when she graduates with both a high school diploma and an associate's degree through Sarasota Christian's dual enrollment program. I'm working on my associate's degree in business through our Southeastern University associate's degree program. So having two years of college done, it's just going to really help me in my life. And save Carissa's parents quite a bit on college tuition. And with this Southeastern program, I'm not only getting credit hours, I'm getting an associate's degree, two years of college done, and I'm going to walk cap and gown at the Southeastern University graduation as well as my high school graduation. At Sarasota Christian School, your child will have opportunities to grow spiritually and academically. See for yourself. Schedule a tour today at sarasotachristian.org. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570910 FM 102.1. I'm Bill Carl here with Mark Martell. He's the high school principal at Sarasota Christian School, online at sarasotachristian.org. Uh, you can also catch up with them at christiantuitions.com. That's our website. And we, for years, and this started, uh, Mark, during the recession, so many parents who wanted their child to have a Christian education, during that time, finances got so tight that a lot of them either had to pull them out or really try to juggle and figure out how they were going to make that happen. And so at Faith Talk, we said, you know what, why don't we partner with these schools, uh, offer the first year at half off, and give those parents a chance to get their kids in there and have a whole year to figure out, okay, how do we make this work? How do we make this happen? And so um, to be able to continue this program year after year has had such a big impact. I don't know if you would even remember this. The last time I was here, we had a mom who they wanted to send their child here. She found out last moment that she was suffering, and I want to say it was with breast cancer. And all of a sudden, all those plans were very, very tenuous and very fragile. And thankfully, through that half-price program, they were able to do both. Now, mom, full remission, uh, the daughter, able to attend school. And so God has used this program in so many ways. And we're so thankful that Sarasota Christian is one of those schools uh, that is part of that because it's such a great school. And, Mark, here's the thing, too. I, As I was driving up and reflecting this morning, I've been to— a number of great Christian schools over the years, some smaller, some bigger. What I really, uh, from the first time I walked into the office here at Sarasota Christian, and I think parents are like ah, a little iffy and a little on the fence. It's like, this is a legit school. I mean, this is a beautiful campus with incredible facilities. You walk by the library. It's a giant library uh, full of books. You see artwork on the wall. This is not just kind of a, hey, we have some spare space in the Sunday school rooms. Let's make a school school. Absolutely. Um, we've been very blessed. We're in our 60th year of operation this year. We're actually celebrating our 60th wow. anniversary. Yeah. And the facilities we've been able to build in those 60 years, um, you know, we started with a very humble, tiny, tiny building and we've added on, um, been blessed to build um, a middle school, high school building in the back gymnasiums and so forth. But you're absolutely right. Um, the the facility is another thing that we frequently get a lot of compliments on. We're very blessed in that. And not just the facility, but <clears throat> what happens in the facility. Sometimes parents feel like I want my child to go to Christian school, but they're going to have to sacrifice this sport or that sport. They're not going to be able to do computer stuff. They're going to have to miss out on this, but I guess we'll just 
you know, swallow that because we want them to have a Christian education. Mm-hmm. Here at Sarasota Christian School, the opportunities are numerous. Uh, for sure, and, and not just with athletics. We're very proud of our athletic program. You're right. Eleven do, sports, right? Eleven sports, yeah. Um, we offer a wide variety, um, you know. About 90% of our students, 80 to 90% of our students are involved in athletics in some form or another. So that's that's a huge component of what we do here. But beyond that, we've got academic opportunities as well. Um, we recently had a group of students go off to a History Day competition. We fared fairly fared very well. Okay, you're, you're downplaying it. Yeah. You're downplaying yeah. it because I know the real story. You guys went to the uh, National History Day uh, contest for Sarasota County and then on to the state. And you guys had... The strongest showing in Sarasota County, not not just like, hey, we did OK. Somebody remembered John Locke and it was all right. We really you guys. I, yeah, we got I, some first place awards. It, I don't want you to be cocky, <laughs> yeah. but you did well. And I think that's worth mentioning, making that something that's of note. And another reason that uh, parents should examine pretty strongly uh, the choice that they're making with Sarasota Christian School and say, hey, this is a great school academically spiritually, developmentally. One of our half-price schools at ChristianTuitions.com. I'm Bill Carl, filling in for Bill Bunkley this afternoon. We'll be right back with more here on Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1, and at Let's Pastor, you work hard to make sure the flock lies down in green pastures. Why not enjoy a day on the green fairways at West Chase Golf Club? Faith Talk invites you to our fifth annual Pastors Masters Golf Tournament, Thursday, April 11th at West Chase, with breakfast from Chick-fil-A, lunch from Mission Barbecue, and tons of great prizes and giveaways. The Pastors Masters Golf Tournament is our gift to the pastors of Tampa Bay, Thursday, April 11th at West Chase Golf Club in Tampa. Slots are limited, so sign up today at letstalkfaith.com. Imagine your increase in sales with your web at the top of search engines getting first crack at millions of potential customers. We know how to make that happen. We're Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest ideas that could dramatically grow your profits. Getting your website at the top of search engines is a process that takes unusual expertise. Our team can help you achieve. In fact, We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. There are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Critics are raving about the best of enemies. Taraji P. Henson and Sam Rockwell give magnificent performances. You don't get my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. The Christian Post calls it a perfect portrayal of how love can break through all barriers. Same God made you, made me. That serves as a masterful representation of healing and hope. Don't you forget it. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters tomorrow. Sacrifice. When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new club for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a weekend getaway for a church missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your son or daughter to the finest Christian schools in Tampa Bay by half. That's right. 
When you go to ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find half-off tuition for some of our community's most reputable faith-based schools, ranging from preschool all the way to Bible college. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout the Bay Area. Chances are... There's one near you. You want the best for your child. You're willing to sacrifice. And here at Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910, we're ready to help with half-price tuition to faith-based schools. Explore your options today at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. You wouldn't allow just anyone in your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros employs only the best technicians. Each one has been background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify their skills before they ever step foot in your home. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com. That's cornerstonepros.com. Hey, my name is Brian Golden. I am the host of Unfiltered Radio weekdays at 6.30, and I'm the lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I want to let you know about the launch of our North Campus on Easter Sunday, April the 21st. Our church has grown as we started as an alternative to church as usual several years ago, and now there's the need to create more space, and so we would love to invite you to join us on Easter Sunday for the launch of that campus, and we would love to invite you to be a part of that launch team, and you can get all of the information and sign up to join at centerpointfl.org, and again, that's centerpointfl.org. Hey, good afternoon. I'm Bill Carl. In for Bill Bunkley this afternoon. We've got a great uh, rest of the program coming up. In the 5 o'clock hour, we'll be talking about autism and how we can be there for parents who are struggling uh, with that diagnosis for their children and what parents can know. It'll be encouraging to them. We'll be talking with Ben Kaiser from Movie Guide about what's in the theaters this weekend. Now we continue our conversation with Mark Martell, uh, the high school principal at Sarasota Christian School, one of our half-price uh, tuition schools at ChristianTuitions.com. Mark, it's so cool that uh, kids can start here and, and be here their entire uh, school career. It's fabulous. Uh, the relationships that are built and the kind of relationships you want your kids to have, right? Like-minded Christian um, students that they've known their entire lives. Um, these relationships are the kind of relationships that I've witnessed with our alumni. They're 10, 15 years out of school, and they're still in touch with the people they went to school with. We live in a day and age where that kind of relationship is really unheard of. We live in such a transient time. To be able to have those deep roots is such a gift, I would think. Absolutely. And, you know, and I think that speaks to some of the benefits of Christian education as well. Uh, you know, a lot of the statistics show that when you go to a Christian school, um, you're more likely to um, be committed to the to the faith that you grew up learning. Um, and uh, so those those relationships, whether spiritual or or with peers, um, definitely become deep rooted and hang on for a lifetime. You know, I think one of the fears that parents have, I know as a parent that uh, we have struggled with at our house is uh, when your child in a typical school setting uh, goes maybe kindergarten through fifth grade, and then all of a sudden they are in middle school, and half of the kids are in sixth grade, and they're still talking like this, and the other half of the kids are in eighth grade, and they're talking like this. And you can kind of get into, that's where you see a lot of the bullying. Uh, you see a lot of uh, insecurity, a lot of just, it's, it's, it just can be a hard, ugly time for a kid at that time. Talk about what's different at Sarasota Christian in terms of the peer environment. 
Um, I, I think you're hitting the nail right on the head. We are just uh, we're a safe place. And we hear that from people all the time. Uh, we don't tolerate those kinds of behaviors. Um, being in a, in a smaller school environment, we're much more aware of what's going on. Um, we eat lunch with our students on a regular basis. So we have a, a, a closely monitoring all their social interactions. Um, and I just think because of the quality of people, the like-minded Christian faith that comes into the school, a lot of our students, um, they monitor those things by themselves. I can think of a, a story that I experienced um, at the end of my uh, last middle school year. I had a sixth grade student who went up to give a speech or a presentation and they froze. They choked. Mm. They, we've all witnessed those kinds of things in school. And some of the students started giggling and laughing. Um, I'm sure out of nervousness, it's it's, it's, it's hard. Awkward. It is. It's awkward. And students often have a hard time knowing, oh, what do I do in that situation? And there was this young lady who stood up and she said, guys, this is not what we do. We don't laugh. We've all been here before and just really advocated mm. for the student. For me as an educator to tell students they should do those things, it oftentimes falls on deaf ears. But when that kind of responsibility for respecting others comes from within the student body itself, you can't buy that kind of um, uh, learning experience and, and exposure. So when your children come to service at a Christian, they'll see the word of God in action. They'll see Jesus represented not just in the faculty, but in other students. And that story just, man, I'm, I'm like a kind of, <laughs> okay, all right. It uh, was pretty unreal to experience. I can't I, even I, imagine. My jaw dropped. I was like, wow, I can't believe this is happening in my classroom. It was wonderful to watch. Wow, that is so great. Mark Martell is a high school principal here at Sarasota Christian School. Sarasota is, Christian is one of our half-price tuition School is your first year half off. You have an opportunity to take advantage of that. Now, once they're gone for the year, they're gone. Uh, but have a look at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Or just go to SarasotaChristian.org. That's SarasotaChristian.org. Uh, you know, Mark, one of the things that strikes me is this is a school with a vision. 60 years in the community, growing, continually growing, uh, with reaching out now with the dual enrollment so that uh, kids can take advantage of the opportunity to have a bachelor's in business, or rather an associate's in business at Southeastern University and transfer those credits over, save a little money, and uh, just kind of get it done as they go. Looking forward to the future, what are the, some of the things that Mark Martell, just speaking for himself, says, you know, this is this is what I feel like God is doing here? Wow, um, that's that's a big question, and, and there's a there's a big vision there. Um, you know, one of my primary goals um, when I got promoted to the high school principal position, everybody asked me, "So, so what do you want to focus on?" And I said, "Absolutely, hands down, the number one thing has got to be Christ. Mm. Um, just looking for more ways to infuse Christ into what we already do here at the school." Um, encouraging and working with the faculty. They already share their faith so freely. But um, one of the things I talk with my faculty about frequently is I want them to be very intentional about sharing their faith. It shouldn't be an accidental because something came up in a conversation in their classroom, but we should be looking for specific and intentional ways to share our faith throughout our, our daily and weekly lessons. 
Um, you know, I think beyond that, I'm just really excited at the opportunity. Our high school is is really starting to grow now at this point. As you mentioned, the recession was hard on on private schools, and we're starting to pick up. In you know, we have the largest enrollment in the last ten years, the mm. largest freshman class in the last nine years. So the opportunity to build a rich and vibrant high school experience is another thing I'm really looking forward to. Well, we're looking forward to seeing what's next for Sarasota Christian School. They are one of our half price tuition schools. Schools, first year half off tuition. Learn more and claim yours today at ChristianTuitions.com. I'm Bill Carl, and for Bill Bunkley, coming up in the five o'clock hour, we'll talk about autism with our friends at Focus and the Family, and we'll talk with Ben Kaiser from Movie Guide about what's in the theater this weekend. Windshields are all about safety, and so is Autoglass America. If your windshield is damaged and you have comprehensive insurance, we'll install a premium quality replacement with a lifetime warranty at no cost to you. We'll buy back your damaged windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot and come to you with free mobile service. Keep your family safe. Call us today. Remember, if it's chipped or cracked, we'll buy it back. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. Who do you work for? Weekday afternoons at 3. Join Jim and Martha Brangenberg for I Work For Him. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, your car payment, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I work for him. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President Trump is in Calexico, California, along the southern border between the United States and Mexico this afternoon. He made an address to people trying to seek asylum in the U.S. from Central and South America. The system is full. Can't take you anymore. Whether it's asylum, whether it's uh, anything you want, it's illegal immigration, can't take you anymore. We can't take you. Our country is full. Our area is full. The sector is full. Can't take you anymore. I'm sorry. Can't happen. So turn around. That's the way it is. Mr. Trump spoke in front of a project that's part of some $1 billion in efforts to replace existing barriers and build new ones along the border. A federal prosecutor says a man who claimed to be a long-missing boy raised immediate suspicions after he declined to be fingerprinted. State's attorney Benjamin Glassman tells WCPO Brian Reaney faces a criminal charge for making false statements to authorities about a matter involving the sex trafficking of children. The United States has proceeded to file a federal criminal charge against Brian Reaney uh, for lying to a federal agent within the jurisdiction of the United States Uh, The crime in this case is uh, punishable by up to eight years in federal prison. Glassman said Friday the charge is important to send the message that such false claims cause pain to families of missing people. Former CIA operative, author, and activist Valerie Plame said Friday she's considering a 2020 run for an open U.S. congressional seat in New Mexico. Plame, a Democrat, told the Associated Press she'll make a decision soon. That seat currently held by Representative Ben Ray Lujan, who's stepping down to run for the Senate. Plame's identity as a CIA operative was leaked by State Department official Richard Armitage in 2003 in an effort to discredit her then-husband Joe Wilson. On Wall Street, the Dow by 40 points, the Nasdaq rose 47, the S&P advanced 13. More at townhall.com.
the tradition, the suspense, the race. The Kentucky Derby is the pinnacle of horse racing. Rocket Mortgage is giving away 20 VIP trips to witness the Kentucky Derby in person. And one lucky winner will receive $250,000. Use it to purchase your dream home or pay off your mortgage. Enter today at homestretchsweepstakes.com. The fashion, the parties. This is your opportunity to experience it all firsthand thanks to the Rocket Mortgage Homestretch Sweepstakes. Enter for your chance to win $250,000 and one of 20 VIP trips to the Kentucky Derby. The Rocket Mortgage Homestretch Sweepstakes. Enter today at homestretchsweepstakes.com. No purchase necessary. 21 years or older. Ends on April 7, 2019. Homestretchsweepstakes.com. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. British Prime Minister Theresa May sought Friday to delay Brexit until June 30th to avoid Britain crashing out without a deal in one week's time. British Foreign Secretary Jeremy Hunt says they're trying their best to resolve the Brexit issue. Britain is not dragging its feet in trying to solve this, but we are a democracy with a hung parliament, so it's not easy. But we are doing everything we can to resolve this, and that's what the British people want. Hunt says no one wants a long extension to the Brexit deadline. I don't think the uh, EU member states want a long extension. We certainly don't want a long extension. And that's why we are seeking to resolve this and resolve this quickly. And uh, the reality, the hard reality in a democracy, uh, which points to your first question, is that we have a hung parliament. An earlier British request for a delay until June 30th was rejected last month amid rising irritation from EU leaders about the political chaos in London. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Reports from Algeria say that the head of intelligence has been dismissed, as anti-government protesters say they'll take to the streets again to demand a complete overhaul of the political system. The reported sacking of the Algerian head of intelligence comes shortly before protests are due to take place once again to pile more pressure on the authorities. Athman Tatag had been a close ally of the four-term president Abdelaziz Bouteflika, who tendered his resignation earlier this week in the face of mass demonstrations. The inner core of power in Algeria is shadowy, but Mr Tatag is known to have played a big role in the brutal civil war in the 1990s. His dismissal will no doubt be seen as an attempt by the authorities to show they're responsive to the protesters' demands. The BBC's Sebastian Usher. Militias in western Libya fought forces under rival army commander Khalifa Hifter, capturing a hundred of his soldiers and waging an airstrike on one of his positions a day after he declared an offensive to seize Tripoli. More on these stories at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open. In Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission, 
Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, thanks for listening to Faith Talk. I'm Bill Carl. Bill Bunkley taking a break today and uh, sitting in here in the five o'clock hour. And I got to tell you, I'm as ready for the weekend as I possibly can be. And maybe you are, too. It's been, I don't know, you know, you get into this last quarter of the school year and it is so difficult. It just seems like every morning getting them out of bed to go to school and getting them to go to sleep at night and all the homework done and everything. It just really begins to wear you down a little bit. As I was talking with Mark Martell in our last hour from Sarasota Christian School, and we spoke about the great faculty there and the opportunities, I was just so thankful uh, for the educators who've worked in my children's uh, lives. Uh, both of them have uh, challenges in different ways. Many children, uh, the same, maybe your child. And it's always great to have a, a teacher there who can speak into that in a way that is powerful and loving and caring. In fact, had that just today, one of Zach's teachers called and said, hey, listen, we've got this test coming up. It's going to be this and that and the other. And I'd like Zach to have some extra time uh, to be able to work through all of that. And I just I was like, well, wh- why are you calling me? Well, I just want to see if that's all right. I'm like, absolutely, that's okay. That's the type of thing you want to hear uh, from a teacher. It's the type of level of care and concern that goes beyond, hey, there's 20 kids in here, and we're just going to do what we're going to do. Uh, and I was very, very thankful for that. If you're uh, looking for that type of experience, again, whether it's Sarasota Christian or another school, I just really want to encourage you today to check out our website, christiantuitions.com. We began this uh, opportunity back when the recession had set in deep, and a lot of parents who wanted to send their children to a Christian school simply couldn't afford to do it anymore at the rate that they had been paying. Uh, Some who had entertained the notion of sending their child to a Christian school but had to back that up. Uh, We offered that opportunity in conjunction with some great schools, and that has just remained uh, a blessing uh, to so many. And it's real. It's, It's not, there's no gimmick to it. There's no, oh, but this and that and the other. If you have a child that you would like to see in a private Christian school next year, you can go to ChristianTuitions.com and uh, see the opportunities to have that happen right near you for half off your first year's tuition. Speaking of children, um, if you or someone you know has a child who's been diagnosed autistic, it's Autism Awareness Month. Uh, Coming up, we're going to be talking with Joni uh, DeBrito. She is... uh, a therapist with Focus in the Family, and she can address some of those concerns that maybe you're going through. It's a powerful conversation. And a little bit later on, too, we'll be talking with Ben Kaiser from Movie Guide about what's coming out in the theaters this weekend. Shazam! (laughs) The best of enemies and the pro-life movie, Unplanned. It's all coming up here on The Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Carl filling in. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. And, of course, at Let's Talk Faith com streaming right there for you to look up Clearwater. 
bringing together Christian music performances of all genres, filling Coachman Park in Clearwater for a huge day of fun, music, and fellowship. Look Up Clearwater happens from 3 to 9, Saturday, April 6th, and is 100% free and open to everyone. Come see the family area with special activities for kids. Plan to be in Coachman Park, Saturday, April 6th, for Look Up Clearwater. Check us out at lookupclearwater.com. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. Message and data rates may apply. Texting and roles for recurring text messages. Hey, Dan, when we started Z Quiet 10 years ago, did you ever believe we would help so many couples kick snoring out of bed? The response has been fantastic, like this story from Mark and Lynette. It had gotten to the point where my wife and I weren't able to sleep in the same bedroom consistently. I had to keep pushing or, or kicking, waking him up. And after he would wake up, you know, maybe there were 10 minutes or 15 minutes before he would start snoring again. And I would hope I would fall asleep during that time. But if I didn't, it just made for a long night. One time I remember my wife brought in a recording. I said, listen to this. And he was like, what is that? Is it some animal? No, it's you. You're snoring. And now with Z Quiet, that's no longer a problem at all. I finally can sleep through the night. Z Quiet works for both men and women. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to getzquiet.com. Try it risk free for 30 days for just $9.95. Text SLEEP to 246810. What are your kids doing this summer? What's going to build their character and faith? Well, just in time, Focus on the Family wants to give them a free downloadable PDF of Wooten's Wacky Word Games and Activities for hours of fun, all based on the Adventures in Odyssey audio dramas. I haven't been this excited about anything since those self-adjusting squeegees came out. Just log on to our station website. You'll also be entered for a chance to win the Adventures in Odyssey Summer Family Getaway in Colorado Springs, airfare, hotel, and transportation included. This is so awesome! It's sure is free word games and activities and a chance to win a family vacation in colorado springs you could win a great family vacation this summer so log on now to our station website enter to win the adventures and odyssey summer family getaway today at letstalkfaith.com and don't forget to listen to adventures and odyssey weeknights at 7 30 on faith talk 570 910 and at letstalkfaith.com Saturday afternoons at 4. It's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. There are many in the church and the body of Christ today that have no patience for rebuke from its leader. But there was an expectation that the church member would come under the leadership and authority of those that were given that responsibility in the church. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com.
Hey, thanks so much for listening today. I'm Bill Carl, in for Bill Bunkley. Bill is under the weather, so you got me today. We've got a lot of great things uh, coming up. Listen on our Faith Talk channel, Faith Talk 57910, FM 102.1. This Sunday, great conversation at 1 o'clock with Mark Martell. He is the principal for the high school at Sarasota Christian School. And this is one of those Christian schools uh, that I just, over the years, the opportunities both academically and spiritually there are without rival. And they are also part of an opportunity uh, that you can take advantage of at ChristianTuitions.com. Half off your first year's tuition at a private Christian school. And Sarasota Christian School is among the best. And I have visited the many. And I can tell you that uh, you cannot do better. So listen for that interview on our Faith Talk channel, AM 570, FM 102.1, this Sunday at 1 o'clock. And check out ChristianTuitions.com. Very uh, early after graduating high school, I took a position as a respite care worker uh, for Cabarrus County Mental Health uh, Services back in North Carolina. And my job in that situation was to provide parents who needed a break, uh, whose children had various disabilities, to give them room to breathe, maybe to run out to dinner or to do some grocery shopping or to accompany them on uh, a trip to the dentist. And some of the patients that I worked with, some of the clients that I uh, provided services to had children who were autistic. And back in the mid-80s, nobody really knew what that was. They just knew that at some point uh, their child, in many cases, uh, the children I worked with were almost grown. They were they were males, and they had a level of strength that they needed another guy uh, to be present for. Many of them at ages two or three, some even four, all of a sudden stopped talking, stopped being able to focus. Uh, They just went into another world. And for so many of them back then, that was it. You just were looking at a lifetime of either in-home care or residential care, and people were baffled. Uh, This month is Autism Awareness Month. Uh, Tuesday was World Autism Day. And to talk about some of the strides that we've made since then, and some of the things that parents go through even today when their children are diagnosed with uh, autism is Dr. Joni DeBrito. She's the Director of Parenting and Youth at Focus on the Family. You can learn more at FocusOnTheFamily.com. And today talking about what happens when you learn your child has autism. You know, Joni, is um, <clears throat> Mike, uh, our producer, handed me the kind of the talk sheet today. It brought so many memories back to me of my years in respite care work and how difficult that was for parents uh, to have a child who on the outside looked just so normal, so okay, and yet was just totally unable to connect with them in any substantive way, uh, emotionally, uh, mentally, spiritually. Yes, it is so difficult. And it was so nice to hear your story about having some experience working with folks who are diagnosed with autism because that care that you provided is life-giving to parents and family members. So God bless you for having that experience. And I think our discussion will be great today because you have had some exposure to people dealing with autism. Well, right now, one in every 59 kids is diagnosed with a form of autism. And, and Dr. DeBrito, I, I saw that in various forms. I mean, there were, there were children with on the, the, what we would call the spectrum who were Correct. very far into the spectrum, who were completely nonverbal, uh, really spent quite a bit of time with repetitive motion, um, sure. in many cases in a, in a corner. 
Um, and then there are kids uh, that they have verbal abilities. They're able to connect on some level. And then there are some kids who are so mild into the spectrum, you, you would barely even know it unless you were with them uh, for a certain amount of time. You're right. And that is such an important distinction that I think you're probably talking about going back to your early experience, a time when autism was very narrowly defined. And now uh, we have the autism spectrum disorder scale, and that captures kids who follow in a number of different categories. So the way we used to diagnose and the way um, we used to figure out autism was based on, you know, maybe five or six different criteria, probably a few more than that. But Mm -hmm. that definition has expanded, so that accounts for some of the reason of the the rise in autism rates and also the fact that we are looking for it more intentionally. So, of course, when you're looking for things, you're more likely to find them. So that's a part of the rise in the numbers of kids diagnosed with autism. But there are also other reasons where there are rises that we are learning of new associations, either genetic associations or environmental associations that contribute to that rise in the diagnosis as well. Let's talk about that on the from the position of the parent, and I'm sure that you've encountered this uh, in yes. your practice uh, with marriage and, and family. You know, I would think that that parent who who has a child who begins to manifest the symptoms of autism, whether they be mild or, or more severe, th- that that inability to kind of say why has to be so difficult. Uh, that inability to put a finger on it and say. Well, this is this is this is the thing. I mean, it was this environmental factor or this genetic sure. coding. That's got to be just a strain in itself. I think it is. It definitely is hard, and I think that's true for many uh, disorders or disabilities or diseases. You know, issues that people have, illnesses that you know, we all want the magic answer. Why did this happen? Is it does this have something? you know, related to something that I have done. And, of course, the answer with autism is probably not. It probably has much to do with genetics and um, other environmental factors, many of which we don't really have a lot of control over. And then I would say the other thing that is super difficult for parents is that, as you mentioned, people are all over the board in terms of their functional levels and how they're able to think and behave and socialize and so forth. But most people have met at least one person in their lives who um, were in that more profoundly and severely affected category. So when they hear the definition of autism, they immediately assume that that's what they're going to be facing. And that's just not true. There are probably as many different presentations of autism as there are people diagnosed with it. So, um, you know, there are uh, behavioral issues, social issues, cognitive issues, but people can fall in a broad range or along a broad range of um, mild, moderate, severe depending in any of those categories. So we really want parents to understand that their child is unique and that we have to take one day at a time to kind of figure out where their strengths are and then figure out where their unique challenges are as well. Dr. Joni DeBrito is the Director of Parenting and Youth at Focus on the Family. 
and we're talking today about learning your child when you when you're when you learn your child has has autism it's it's autism awareness a month <clears throat> dr debrito you know we when we have kids we have so many hopes and dreams for them right from the get go when when mom first takes that pregnancy test and her and dad are looking at it over the sink and just their eyes wide you immediately start thinking about ah oh, they're going to be a pro athlete or they're going to be a genius or and all these things that you, you have in mind, these hopes and dreams, simple and, and complex. And so autism comes into the picture. Uh, how do you help parents with that that revelation in terms of maybe the grief that they're feeling? Is it is it okay to grieve the loss of what you'd hoped it would be? Uh, I don't know. Is it okay to, loss the, 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 to grieve the loss of normalcy, I guess? It is okay. It's not only okay, it's recommended. People need to be honest with the ways that they feel. You're right. We all um, have children and have hopes and dreams for them. And, of course, as parents, parenting is a process of letting go. And some of that letting go is letting go of our hopes and dreams for them to be able to develop their own hopes and dreams. But for sure, anytime there's any sort of a diagnosis, autism included, there is that shift in expectations and a loss of what you thought might might come for your child. And so it's normal to feel that loss. There's nothing wrong with feeling sad and it's important to grieve. It's also really important though, again, to resist um, the, the typical response, which is thinking the worst and assuming the worst. And the truth is that there are people diagnosed with autism who live fairly normal lives, meaning that um, their, their symptoms are very mild. They graduate from high school, go on to college. Sometimes they're very highly gifted intellectually. Sometimes they achieve great things. You know, there are plenty of people with autism who get married, have children, et cetera, and contribute um, in great ways to our culture, to their families, et cetera. So it's really so important, yes, to grieve, but also to hold that judgment at bay in terms of what you think might be coming and work very closely with doctors, mental health providers, et cetera, to help, again, evaluate the strengths, first of all, the strengths and the challenges that are unique to your child. You know, and let me jump in on that, because as much as I talk about, you know, you grieve the loss of what you thought might be the future, the the abilities of many of these children are extraordinary. And the therapies and the treatments uh, that are available now that were not available again back in the mid 80s when I was providing respite care. I mean, really, when they catch autism early, I think people would be surprised at, at what can happen and, and what the future might be and how bright it can be for these kids. And that is so true. Early intervention is the key. And, you know, parents, uh, they get to know their children. And most parents have had enough experience observing other children, either, you know, via their own family, siblings or babysitting or interacting with kids in youth groups or what have you, that often they begin to sense that there's something a little different that isn't um, something that isn't developing normally for their child. And in those cases, we encourage parents always 
talk to your pediatrician, talk to a mental health professional. Early intervention is the key, and we see many improvements with children in all areas, whether they be cognitive or uh, social or behavioral with that early intervention. And I want to mention something that a lot of people don't know about. You, you start you know, thinking about these things and thinking about the care that might be needed. And, of course, it's, it's just very normal to start thinking about how much is this going to cost and how mm -hmm. am I going to pay for this. And, of course, we all want to do everything we can for our children, but there are some limitations. Many parents don't know that all states are required to have early assessment and intervention services available mm. for children up to three years of age. And usually people start noticing issues with their kids at maybe a year to two years of age. So any child that's suspected of having a developmental delay or some kind of a disability is eligible to have a free assessment done in um, their state. And each state offers different programs, but all have to provide developmental assessments and intervention services to those who qualify for services. And um, so, for instance, what's free to families are the initial assessment uh, and the evaluations, the development and review of a plan for those kids, and then the service coordination. Now, even um, in regard to intervention services, in some states, um, those intervention services are provided free of charge as well, and they're often provided in the child's home. So many years ago, I worked on what was called a child find team, and that is exactly what we did. We did developmental assessments every single day, and often they were kids that were suspected of having uh, perhaps having autism, and sometimes that indeed was the diagnosis. And some of those kids needed speech therapy, occupational therapy, physical therapy, other kinds of therapy, and those parents were getting those services free of charge up to the age of three in their home, and it was amazing to see the changes and the improvements of those kids. And then, of course, when they move over to going to school, those services are provided in the school system as well. Some states require payment for the intervention services, but even when they do, they tend to be on a sliding fee scale. Right. So they're, they're less money than most parents would expect, but those initial evaluations are free. And, you know, if you suspect that your child may be uh, have some sort of disability, whether it's autism or something else, get your child in for assessment and you either hear, hey, your child is fine, thanks for bringing him in, but everything's going well, which is a wonderful thing to hear, or you may get a diagnosis, it may be autism, and then the good news is, boy, therapists will go to work right away mm -hmm. to help you and your child. That's absolutely right. Do not be afraid to advocate for yourself. I'm Bill Carl. Dr. Joni DeBrito is the Director of Parenting and Youth at Focus on the Family. We're talking about autism. It's Autism Awareness Month. And really, you know, when you find yourself in that world, how do you navigate that? How do you get the support that you need? Uh, Dr. DeBrito, let's talk about this from the viewpoint of friends and family. How do we best support those around us, whether they're our family members or neighbors, folks we love at church, who find themselves uh, in a situation where their child has been diagnosed with autism. How can we be there for them in a meaningful way? 
Well, I think first you can listen and hear what they're going through and provide support according to what they say they need. If they need someone to hear and sit with them and cry and allow them to grieve, that's what you offer them. But you did such a great job at the beginning of talking about the need for respite care mm. as well. And again, God bless you for providing that service for some families with autistic kids. Uh, you know, it's it can be exhausting to um, have to care for a child who has more um, significant symptoms and or even mild symptoms at times, and so that respite care is really helpful. I would also say that sometimes when people have received difficult diagnoses, we, we all want to help. We all have that desire, what can I say? How can I make this person feel better? And, and the truth is there isn't a lot you can do to make the person feel better, and often our attempts to say things that we think are comforting actually kind of backfire. Mm. So the best thing you can do is refer them and encourage them to talk to their pediatrician, talk to trained mental health professionals, people who are, have some expertise in autism and so forth, and um, help them with that care. You also mentioned church, and I know that's something that, that kind of touches my heart because I've been in church many times when a parent is dealing with a child that, at least to my trained eyes, appears to be dealing with autism. And, um, you know, often the child will have a reaction to something that is said in a sermon or a song, um, and it may result in a temper tantrum or outbursts or what have you. And what you always see is the parent takes the child outside, and then, you, you know, you kind of watch that parent try to figure out, where do I go? I, mm. I You know, I my child is being disruptive. It's not okay to be in the sanctuary, but it's also not okay. Um, not so much not okay, but I know that my child will be disruptive if I go up to the Sunday school room, whatever, and often they leave. And that is so sad to me when that happens. So I think churches, if churches can get together and establish some ideas of how can we help parents with um, autistic children or children with other disabilities in our church, number one, get some relief, but also have a place where they can be fed and they can continue to worship while maybe someone else who has um, maybe some extra skill in working with and spending time with an autistic child can help them and relieve them so they can be part of that worship as well. That's uh, such a strong point. Uh, I had a professor in college with an autistic uh, son, and that was one of his great layments. This was a, a Bible college. He said the faith community doesn't deal with this very well. And I think right. uh, for the church to be intentional and to be kind and receptive uh, and to be providing of, of, of help in that area would be so big. Uh, Dr. Joni right. DeBrito joins us. He's the director of Parenting and Youth at Focus on the Family talking about when you learn your child has autism, you can connect at focusonthefamily.com. And Dr. DeBrito, thank you for your time. I wish we had uh, more of it today. This is a a worthy topic. And as we continue to move through Autism Awareness Month, uh, we'll keep these things deep in our heart and our minds. Thank you so much. Well, you're welcome, and thank you so much for putting the emphasis on this really important topic. There's one last thing I want to mention, and that is that there are two great resources for parents. One is Autism Speaks, www.autismspeaks.org, and the other one is the uh, Society for Autism, and that's at www.autism-society.org, and those are two great resources for parents.
Awesome. Thank you. Autism Speaks and Society. Tell me the second one one more time. The Autism Society of America. The Autism Society of America. Pop those into your Google as well. And uh, locally, I know here in the Tampa Bay area, there are uh, opportunities for advocacy uh, within the school system. Uh, Fiddlers does that. And we have some folks around here in the Tampa Bay area can help you out as you're navigating education and those type of things uh, early on. God bless you, Dr. DeBrito. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. And thank you for listening this afternoon. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up. the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. An FBI affidavit says an Ohio man who authorities say falsely claimed to be an Illinois boy missing for eight years has made similar claims twice before. The affidavit filed in federal court Friday says 23-year-old Brian Reaney repeatedly told investigators he was Timothy Pitson, who disappeared in Aurora, Illinois in 2011 at age six. The affidavit says Rainey had watched a TV show about Pitson and told investigators he wanted to get away from his family. Former Vice President Joe Biden tried to use humor to defuse his recent controversy about crossing physical boundaries with women, but he's acknowledging that he'd have to change the way he campaigns if he runs for president in 2020. Biden spoke to a union crowd in Washington Friday as he nears a decision on whether to run. On Wall Street, the Dow by 40 points, the Nasdaq rose 47, the S&P advanced 13. More details at srnnews.com. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Group, DBA Cash Call Mortgage, 19500 Jamboree Road, Irvine, California, 92612, NMLS 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. Okay, here's the deal. You're a freelancer, a hired hand, a self-made, self-owned business of one. Whether you're a contractor, creative director, or consultant, you're the boss. And that makes things easy. Unless, of course, you're trying to get a mortgage. When it comes to qualifying for a cash-out refi, gig economy workers come with more obstacles, more complexities, and more stress, right? Wrong. Dial 800-815-0745, and one of our cash-out mortgage specialists will help you qualify for the lowest interest loan possible, regardless of your source of income. It's the easiest call you'll make all day. Dial 800-815-0745. That's 800-815-0745. Make the cash call today. That's 800-815-0745. Travel Cats has put together an incredible Mediterranean adventure just for you. Explore the same streets in Greece and Turkey the Apostle Paul walked as he spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Or sail the Mediterranean surrounding the Greek islands in Turkey. These are the most sought-after journeys in the eastern Mediterranean. Book with Travel Cats at 352-277-7300 or go to TravelCats.com. That's 352-277-7300 or book today at TravelCats.com. That's cats with a K. TravelCats.com. Imagine your increase in sales with your web at the top of search engines getting first crack at millions of potential customers. We know how to make that happen. We're Salem Surround. 
digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest ideas that could dramatically grow your profits. Getting your website at the top of search engines is a process that takes unusual expertise. Our team can help you achieve. In fact, we can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. There are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven. Mm, the faith is not away. Eternal in the heavens. We got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, let your loved ones know it. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Carl. Bill, uh, last minute, not feeling so great, so jumping in the chair for him today. Before we jump in with our conversation with Ben Kaiser from Movie Guy, just want to remind you, Pastor, if you like to hit the links, you can do it for free with us. Our 2019 Pastors Masters Golf Tournament is coming up next Thursday at West Chase Golf and Country Club, and this thing every year is an absolute blast. It's something we do for you, Pastor, just because we love you and we want you to have a day to of relaxation, a day to fellowship. We'll have biscuits from Chick-fil-A for breakfast, a mission barbecue for lunch, lots of cool door prizes. And again, it's free for you to come out and play a great round of golf at West Chase. Uh, space is limited, so I need you to go ahead and register today or as soon as you can at letstalkfaith.com, and we will see you on the links next Thursday. This weekend, though, heading to the movie theaters, what do you want to see with your popcorn and your Coca-Cola? I'm a Coke guy myself. Forget the Pepsi. Ben Kaiser joins us from Movie Guide. He's the managing editor. And, Ben, uh, first movie up on uh, on the blocks today. This, when I saw the title and I saw the, the trailers, it reminded me of my childhood watching uh, on CBS. They always had this. CBS was the, the one that had the real-life superhero cartoons. They had ISIS. And uh, they ran uh, they ran Shazam for a while with Billy Batson, and uh, so when I saw this, uh, Ben, it kind of took me back to my childhood back in the seventies. Oh yeah, and and that's kind of what this movie is supposed to do is it's taking the superhero genre and giving it a childlike uh, perspective. 
because especially with the DC movies, a lot of them movies have been dark. They've been grittier mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, than the Marvel movies. Yes. And they haven't always played so well at the box office because of it. And uh, they're kind of taking some cues from Disney with Shazam, and they're making it a fun, lighthearted, uh, more of a, a childlike adventure. And and because of that, it's a really fun movie. Uh, like, I'm just to give some plot details, it's about a 14-year-old orphan, Billy Batson, in Philadelphia. And he is going from foster home to foster home because he's desperately looking for his uh, birth mother uh, who, who abandoned him when he was young. And so he, he's always running away from foster homes. And he gets uh, uh, stuck in this kind of a last-chance foster home, this really nice family. And, um, and while he's there, he gets uh, uh, summoned by this wizard named Shazam, who's looking for someone to take his place as, uh, uh, as a superhero, of mm-hmm. course, who has these superpowers. And uh, Billy Batson takes on that mantle, takes on that role. And all of a sudden, when he says the word, says the word Shazam, he, the 14-year-old is transformed into an adult superhero body with all these superpowers. And of course, since he's a young boy, you know, he's going to use that uh, for his own, you know, gain because, he, you know, he's he's just off having fun. And when a villain shows up, he has to decide, is he going to uh, use it for his own gain or is he going to use these powers to, to help others? And uh, he has to stop running and start appreciating the family that he mm. that he's that's come around him it's a really actually sweet story with i really love the foster family aspect of it too because we don't too often get to see movies that really show a positive portrayal of of foster families and this does it in a really nice positive way there's some christian illusions throughout the movie because the villains are actually the seven deadly sins which is kind of an interesting uh uh villain choice of the of the movie uh but that said Though it does take a, a childlike perspective, there's too, there's still some foul language, unfortunately. Mm. Like th- this movie could have been PG, but they still intersperse, uh, you know, some some foul language, some uh, violence that's a bit scary and not appropriate for for the young children. So we really have to tell people exercise caution. We still gave it a minus two. This was a movie that could have been a minus one or even a plus one in our book, right? But there were too many negative elements, so we're saying strong caution for the young ones. This is maybe only older teenagers and adults. Um, and as far as quality goes, four out of four stars. It, it's funny. It's heartwarming. The action is great. Uh, and and when I say chi- it has a lot of uh, family and childlike uh, perspectives in it, uh, I think adults are really going to like it. Because like you said, it's going to – have a lot of throwbacks to your childhood and oh, yeah. bring you know that childlike awe that you have uh when you see you know big spectacle movies and it, it really i don't know i i really enjoyed it but not for the young kids so that's so, that's our take on shazam we have a full in-depth review on movieguide.org yeah and so i guess that. overriding is when they say pg-13 they kind of mean it yeah, yeah okay movieguide.org we're talking with ben kaiser he's the managing editor Editor, uh, Ben, we screened a movie this week for our uh, listeners. I didn't get a chance to uh, uh, be a part of that, but it's making an impact. It's The Best of Enemies, and it's one of those movies that's set back in the past, 1971, two individuals, real-life events it's based on, a KKK leader and a civil rights activist, and, and that's right set in the context of school integration, which, boy, those were turbulent times. 
Oh, yeah. This is one of those stories where you have to see it to believe it. You have these two people, Anne Atwater, who's a civil rights activist in Durham, North Carolina. She's really trying to help people in the urban community who are really – they just keep getting overlooked and oppressed and, and, and persecuted in several different ways. So she's trying to help their living conditions. And then you have this KKK leader, C.P. Ellis, and they're called to work together to bring the community in a discussion about uh, school integration. And it's ultimately going to uh, – uh, there's going to be a vote at the end of the discussion. And it's these two people, they hate each other. They hate each other, but they're forced to, to listen and to see each other as image bearers of God. Mm. And that's what's really powerful. As they go through this process, uh, C.P. Ellis has a huge change of heart at the end. And uh, I, I won't give too much away, but the ending is really poignant and powerful. And it, 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 it really emphasizes the importance of listening to each other and and not just, you know, we live in a culture where everyone's yelling, yelling, but there's no listening. I mean, the Bible says, be slow to speak, be quick to listen. And uh, you could see a lot of fruit come from that. So this movie, uh, and it's like you said, it's a true story. These two people ended up becoming best friends for many, many years until mm. uh, Till C.P. Ellis passed away uh, several years ago. It's, it's a story of redemption. Uh, it's a story of transformation. There's a lot of Christian elements interspersed throughout the movie, uh, but it is heavy. I mean, there, there's some foul language. Some people have some pretty salty language, and uh, there's racism and mm. mature elements. So it's not a it's not a kids movie. It shows a lot of the the roughness that people were living through uh, during these turbulent times. So we, we do want people to exercise caution with that. Be aware of what's in the movie before you go to see it. Um, but this one is a movie. This is a movie with a lot of powerful messages that are important for today. Uh, the name of the movie is The Best of Enemies. We're talking with Ben Kaiser, the managing editor at Movie Guide. And if you'd like an in-depth look at this uh, review and kind of get more of the specifics, you can go to movieguide.org. Uh, that's movieguide.org. Well, that sounds like one of those movies that fits right into today, what you were talking about, Ben, in terms of uh, we don't get face-to-face each other and get to know each other. We just kind of yell at each other through our keyboards uh, and uh, I think it would be a great lesson for us today to be able to take a cue from the movie The Best of Enemies. Let's move on now to a movie that has been, of course, so controversial. Uh, so many have tried to push it down, uh, marginalize this movie. It's a pro-life movie called Unplanned and uh, surprised everybody coming in number four at the box office this week. Yeah, I mean, the big thing that surprised a lot of people was this is a independent movie from a small Christian studio, Pure Flix. Uh, so many networks refused to air ads of this movie. So many social media websites would, uh, you know, pull their their uh, unplanned movie page down. And there was just a lot of attacks coming from all sides. It's not. It got R-rated by the MPAA, which like really hurts the box office uh, potential of a movie, and it still did really well over the weekend. Like you said, number four, it pulled in six million dollars, which it's not. You know, it's not going to reach a hundred million dollars. But for an independent movie like this, that's a good return, and it definitely turned a lot of heads. 
So it, it's interesting that even uh, among amid a lot of the attacks from different angles, this movie is still getting out there. A lot of people are talking about it. And I was just reading an article today. Uh, a lot of people are going into this movie and completely transforming and changing their uh, ideas on really? this issue. People are walking in pro-choice and walking out pro-life. And that's, that's the powerful nature of the movie is that it's, it's showing the, the truth of what's going on and, and why people need to uh, you know, rethink this issue and, and start having these conversations so that things can change. And that is so impactful because I have to tell you, and I, I'm like you, I'm kind of steeped in the, in the Christian subculture. This is who I am. It's, it's, it's what I do. Um, one of the, it's kind of a frustrating thing for me is that so many of the movies that we would term to be Christian movies really are just, they, they don't have any connection to anybody unless you're already a Christian. You, unless you watch it from that context, it's really hard to understand and really sometimes difficult to latch on to and go, oh, man, that's that's awesome. Uh, maybe there's been a couple of movies uh, that do. I think The War Room is one of those that's kind of written, risen above that. Uh, it's good to hear that a movie like this is actually being seen by people who are on the other side of the issue and is actually having an impact on their lives rather than just kind of being like, well, man, we sold a ton of that DVD at Walmart. Yeah, and, and it's helped because it's become a cultural conversation. You see the major publications writing about it. It didn't just, uh, you know, get advertised in a few churches, come and go, but now it's becoming a huge uh, moment where millions of people are aware of this movie, and that's just raising the uh, uh, the likelihood that more people that are maybe on the left side or maybe they don't, uh, uh, you know, follow the Lord, or, or like, oh, I'm going to go check that movie out, and, and they're actually walking to the theater. Or maybe they're asking – a lot of people go to the theater mm-hmm. and just pick a movie based on the title. That, that always surprises me. I'd never do that. But <laughs> that or never, what, what, what time – listen, if you're like me and you only have a limited amount of time, you're like, oh, man, there's a, the movie that's on at 5 when I can go is this. Exactly. Or your movie is sold out, and you're like, well, what's the next movie that's playing? People, that happens too. So you yeah. never know who's going to walk into a movie and who's going to be changed by what they see. Well, again, the movie is called Unplanned, and it came in number four at the box office this past week, and in less than a thousand screens, right? Yeah, that's a great. Uh, the per screen average was around five to six thousand, which is really strong. If it's uh, under, you know, three or two. 2,500, that's, that's a bad per-screen average. So this was really good. Okay, the movie, again, is unplanned. Hey, Ben, let's talk about this, too. And I, I, I shouldn't have to say this, but my experience with Passion of the Christ lets me that I don't know that I have to say it. The movie is rated R. Mm-hmm. The movie is rated R. Do you, do, do you take your 10-year-old to see that movie? No. No. <laughs> okay. I, I know I know that when I say that, I can hear in your voice, and you're like, gosh, is this guy stupid? Of course you don't take your 10-year-old. But I only say that to sometimes say that sometimes within the family, within the Christian family, we get so, you know, we get so excited about the message or we get so feeling like this is a serious message and everybody needs to see it. Uh, one of the toughest things that I saw was when Passion of the Christ came out and we screened that. We had told parents explicitly, we know this is about Jesus, but you don't need to bring your child who is 10 years old 
And we had an experience where somebody just did that anyway, thinking that we didn't know what we were talking about. And, and that child was pretty severely traumatized uh, through the violence in that movie. So I just want to say it out loud. Go see Unplanned if you were an adult of age, but do not take your kids to have. Don't let that be the spurring of the conversation. Am I right? I, I second that. Okay. Okay. And again, for all of this, go to movieguide.org and uh, dig in deep. Uh, the movies that are coming out, uh, they always do such a great job of not just spelling out the content and the message, but also the content in terms of whether or not that's something that uh, the benefit outweighs the negatives for you and your kids. Movieguide.org. Ben, I know that uh, you've got a bail here in a minute, but uh, really quick, I know we're a ways away from it. I'm I'm already starting to sniff Infinity War, man. Uh, no joke. I just bought my tickets like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anyone. I know we're on the radio. Don't tell anyone. Well, you look at, have, have you guys, have you guys uh, started to put together anything for that? Uh, not yet. We'll be going to a pre-screening of that as well. And, uh, we, you know, we can't recommend anything until we see it. And we will give you the, the full reaction uh, you know, what's the worldview? What's the content? You know, we're not, no spoilers, but we will uh, <laughs> let you guys know if it's good or not. Yeah, save me a seat and double the butter on the popcorn. I'll be along. Uh, ben Kaiser, thanks so much for joining us. And again, the website is movieguide.org, movieguide.org. Thanks so much, Bill. Bye. <laughs> and thank you for listening to the Bill Bunkley Show today. I always enjoy uh, talking with Ben, and I'm thankful to have the opportunity uh, to speak with you, uh, keep Bill Bunkley in your prayers, and uh, keep this event in mind, uh, the Rational Bible Genesis Book Launch with Dennis Prager. That is coming up May the 6th at the Holy Land Experience in Orlando, and we'd love to see you there. Dennis has uh, written a book and it continues a series called The Rational Bible uh, that really does take a look at some of the issues that come up in Scripture and how, though, even so many have poo-pooed them, there is validity there. Validity validity there. Of course, we know that. Hey, it's been great to be with you this afternoon. Have a great weekend, and I hope you'll tune in Sunday at 1 as we talk with Mark Martell, the principal for high school students at Sarasota Christian School, one of our half-price tuition schools at christiantuitions.com. Good night, and God bless. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.